0: Well, yes. that's, that's all I got. That's huh. all I got. Oh, <laughs> well. I put a lot of thought day. into how to start the show, and well <laughs> is what I came up with. Tune and it sounded like, I don't want to, like, don't get me wrong, because it sounded sort of like one of those, you know, when you've had company and the company's been there for like three hours past when you wanted the company to be there. And so you go, well, and you kind of like look at your watch or something. Right and stretch. You and stretch they just do like,
1: mm.
0: And they just don't. And they just don't get it. And they're like, yeah, <sighs> f- sure, I'll have another drink. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Well, uh, poker. I've got no All pla- right.
1: I've got no plans tomorrow.
0: Yeah, because yeah. well, in looking at your watch, usually implies yes. I'd like to start a card game that, on average, takes five hours <laughs> to complete. <laughs> Good god. Uh, Listen, uh we're back. We, we are, are back. uh well, I mean we were back last week, but um that was kind of a an offshoot that was yeah. uh we did a couple of new released films. Um and so this is this is the official end of our hiatus, of our mm-hmm. holidays, of our um siesta. Yeah. Uh and here we are. Um, we are here. Yeah, and and as promised, uh, in full swing, we yes. are we're jumping right into to, you know, doing doing what we do best. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple days ago, we released our Black Mirror, our second Black Mirror episode. Um, mm. So that was exciting, um, and and yeah, and now we're uh, we're resuming our our deep dive through history of film year by year. Um, but before that, before that, okay, I want to talk to you, Pete, about contests. Oh, like, uh, do you, what, do you know what a contest is?
1: Yeah. I, so one, um,
0: maybe just explain it to me real quick. Just, to, I think I do, but just, just to be clear. All right. So a contest is essentially a, um, a game. Kind mm-hmm. of, it's like a game. Of chance. Uh, of chance, where you it typically requires very little of you. Um, <laughs> you either make a purchase, or you, uh, or you just click a button. Sure. And and you're in the running, and you yeah. have typically the same chances as everyone else. Yeah. Um, and and then instead of the, a winner being chosen through a grueling process of like scoring points. And and doing things better than other people, they just we just randomly pick a winner, and then you win. Hmm. Doesn't that Doesn't that sound exciting? Let's.
1: I'm sorry. I'm kind of just throwing this on you without letting you know. But let's do a contest.
0: Let's just do it. That's, our, okay. Let's do lo- one. So, so, so okay. So so just just rolling with things, then, sure, just sure coming sure. up with stuff on the spot. Yep. Let's Let's draw a winner on February first. Yep.
1: How, okay. But how do we um, like who? Who are we drawing from? Like where? Where do you want to go with this?
0: Let's 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 make it. Let's open it up to anyone yep. who's following us on Patreon oh, between now and sure. February twenty first or February first. <laughs> this is twenty twenty one. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh God. Yeah. So anyone who's supporting us on Patreon between now and February first, twenty twenty one. And what are they? Okay. We need something for them to win. Sure. Um, why don't we have them tell us what to do? Everyone else does, so <laughs> why not? No, Uh. yeah, that sounds awesome. Like, okay, so So we'll just let them suggest it. See, okay, so we always do movie votes. We always, like, pick yeah. four options and we let people vote on them. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's got to be movies that s- someone wants us to do that just never end up in the votes. Right. Or Or are in the votes but don't win. Or don't win. Yeah. So why don't we just let them, anyone who's supporting us on Patreon, uh, just suggest a movie and we'll draw randomly. And if they win, they win.
1: Okay. So let me
0: just see if I'm
1: getting if I'm picking up what you're laying down. We're going to have yeah, a draw. Yeah. We're going to have a draw mm-hmm. February 1st. The draw mm-hmm. is to to apply or to qualify, you have to be
0: following us on Patreon right wait, so wait what if what if someone's what if someone what if it's not yet february 1st and someone's hearing this and they're not following us on patreon are they boned <laughs> so if it's before
1: february 1st is what you're saying
0: right they yeah, could yeah yeah
1: join patreon they
0: could just join okay. and they could enter and, and they would find the link for that down below and it would cost them as little as a dollar a month right Or more, in which case they would be supporting us immensely, sure, uh, and also getting other perks and bonuses that would be listed on the Patreon page. Oh, absolutely.
1: Okay. Okay. And and then go on. Whoever whoever wins this draw, then says, "Hello, movie men. This insert blank is the film that I would like you guys to review and do an episode on."
0: And that's it. Well, I'm not going to lie. This sounds too good to be true.
1: <laughs> Here I'll I'll give you a link
0: and I'll tell you where you can sign. But up But it is, but it is yeah. true. Sure. Okay. And if they wanted to do all that, they would just click the link below. Mm-hmm. Uh, for to sign up for Patreon. Mm-hmm. And they could also just go to any of our social, like get in touch with us any way you see fit to tell mm-hmm. us what your opt- what your entry is.
1: Right. So. Why okay, when we're done recording this, go on our social media page and just make some posts and just say, hey, here's a contest, comment below to enter. And, th- and then
0: that's how people would okay. enter. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Let's, that let's might that might even already be up there, which <laughs> would just be convenient. That, that would save us a job, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, we'll think about it. Yeah. No, no. Let's do it. It's 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 happening. It's happening. It's done. So listen, people. If you're already supporting us on Patreon, get your ass over to our social media and and just say, hey, you should watch this movie. This is my entry. If you're not supporting us on social media, but this or on Patreon, but this sounds like a total hoot and a half. You're right. <laughs> it is. And you should click the Patreon link down below. Doesn't matter what app you're listening to this on. Mm-hmm. List it down below. Check it out, um, and yeah, it's it's like for as little as a buck a month. Literally, the same amount of like friggin' coffee or booze or orange juice that you decide to drink in a day. Take the value of that, stretch it out over an entire month, and give it to us instead. You will be saving your 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 blood sugar your caffeine addiction, your liver, whatever it may be. Give it to us instead. Uh, (laughs) And then head over to a social media page and enter enter the contest. Absolutely. That sounds like a good deal. Sounds great. Sounds like a good deal. Okay. So having said all that, uh, once upon a time there was a year called 2006. Yes. Uh, And there was a lot of good movies that came out that year. Yeah. 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 Uh but we had to narrow it down to four. Mm-hmm. And so we did. And then y'all done did vote. <laughs> um and you voted for the two thousand six Guillermo del Toro film Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. Uh in almost okay, listen. When went uh, when we <laughs> I uh, I threw Pan's Labyrinth in there, having never seen it. Yes. You and neither had you. Neither had I. Uh, and the only thing that I had ever seen, but but I'd been aware of Pan's Labyrinth for quite a while. Sure. Um, because I'd seen memes and I'd seen gifs, and it was always of the dude from the second task who's oh. got his eyes on his hands. Yes. Um, and and it was always just that scene, that <clears throat> shot of him like. Bringing his hands up to his face so that he could yep. see yep and and so and i've 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 seen those I've been aware of Pan's Labyrinth for oh God probably at least ten years now mm-hmm. um and I think rightfully so based off that image, my assumption was always pan's labyrinth is some dark twisted horror film mm just just based on that image I was like oh it's a it's a horror film it's a it's like friggin some hell demonic evil friggin nasty horrific film Um, and uh, so then a few weeks ago I was watching a watch mojo um, best film from each year for the last two decades oh cool and when they reached 2006 pan's labyrinth was the film that they said, and I was like, "God, like, there's that hmm. film again." Hmm. Um, and so I threw it in, uh, thinking, uh, "It's it's never going to win," but but it feels like it, you know someone with some sort of reputable stance has now said this is the best film of 2006. So I was like, "Okay, well, then it belongs in our it belongs in our vote." Uh I put it in there thinking though it's never going to win. There's mm-hmm. no way. Right. Um thinking still kind of thinking maybe it's like a horror film. Uh and then I watched the tra- I tr- I put the trailer on and I watched like 30 seconds if that of the trailer, not enough to spoil anything, but just to go like, "Oh, this is actually this is set like during World War II and maybe this is a lot more interesting than I mm. Than I thought it was going to be. Maybe it's not a horror film. It's kind of more like a fantasy type thing. Um, so, anyways, I threw it in there. Then, much to my surprise, it it like it didn't just win this vote. It won it making a statement. Like it 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 was. <laughs> I don't know. You 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 tallied up the numbers. I've but got... just from. Yeah. Looking at things, my guess would be that it was no competition.
1: Yeah, no, quite. She's the Man was second, but it was not a close second. It uh, pans, labyrinth, and that's...
0: Oh, go ahead. It just It just shocks me. It just really surprises me that that's, it, it is that's remarkable the route that took. how many people
1: in our circle that follow the show, how popular this was or how much of a following it has. And right. it's, I'm not trying to pull, toe the company line here, but it won the popular vote, but it really blew the door down or the doors or however, however you want to say that. The Patreon vote absolutely like plummeted this, catapulted it to oh, first yeah. place. by guess, a There was ton. no
0: way anything else had a chance. Not a chance.
1: So yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was actually kind of wild and it was, it was pretty clear within the first short period of time anyway like this was pulling away
0: and pulling away quite clearly yeah uh so i was really shocked i was really shocked that it won Oh yeah. um and then i watched the film and not because i think it's a bad film mm-hmm. but because it's very much a Latin American film. It's, right. It's very much a the whole film is in Spanish. Yeah. Which I didn't realize until I, I sat down to watch it. I didn't even uh, realize it. And so then at that point, and then like upon watching this film for reasons that we'll get into, mm-hmm. I was I went from being surprised and shocked that it won to being dumbfounded. Oh really? Not again. Not because I think it's a bad movie. No, no, just no. Just because it seems so. It's such a bizarre film to have the hype that it does. Um, mm. But it's probably because it's such a bizarre film that it has the hype that it does. Sure. Um, but let's get into this. Um, let's, do you have trivia? Yeah. Oh, baby. Baby, do I oh, ever. Oh, jeez. Oh, geez. Yeah.
1: So uh, I'm going to have to kind of give some housekeeping or some, some background here just to kind of build up to get this question to the point where you can... You can have your answer. You can speculate what the answer is. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So. So. Every year at the Oscars,
0: you do you know what the Oscars are? Right. Uh, it's been a couple <laughs> of years since I've been invited, but I am <laughs> familiar. I really am still aware. Yeah. Cool. Me and me and Matt Damon used to double date, <laughs> and we would go.
1: Yeah. Cool. But. Um, so
0: obviously as you are familiar with, as most of the listeners
1: are familiar with for every Oscar, there's a category, um, and every category, there's a pool of films. So they'll say for this Oscar, these several films are up for it. Out of these films, one of them will win said Oscar of whatever category it is. Okay.
0: Kind of like a contest. Kind of
1: like a, kind of like a Patreon contest in some ways. Wow. Our 2006 vote. Was Pan's Labyrinth She's the Man The Illusionist And Click Okay Now Just bear with me here This question, I'm getting to the question Pan's Labyrinth was nominated For quite a few Oscars A total of six by my count Which is Nothing to scoff at No, no, no Nothing at all and, uh, spoiler alert, it won a few Oscars, so that's, okay. that's part of it. Out of all the four films that we had the audience vote on, She's the Man, Click, The Illusionist, how many Oscars did *Pants Labyrinth beat the other film for and win said Oscar in a certain category?
0: Oh, this is a complicated question. So, so,
1: so basically the question is, Pan's Labyrinth beat how many of the other films for an Oscar? So do you think it beat She's the Man for an Oscar? Do you think it beat The Illusionist for an Oscar? Do you think it beat Click for an Oscar? So essentially, I want your answer to be zero, one, two, or three. Do you understand what I'm asking?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready for my breakdown? Oh, very much. So... uh, I mean, part of this question, I need to figure out how many of these films do I think were nominated for Oscars.
1: Well, and that's um, that's the first step that I feel could be either... It could trip you up or it could propel you.
0: It depends on where you go with this. So, right, off the, right out of the gate, I haven't seen The Illusionist, but right out of the gate, sure. my assumption would be because of the type of film that it appears to be, um, I would assume that... The Illusionist was nominated for some Oscars, probably even won, probably Mm. even won some Oscars. Sure. Um, She's the man I haven't seen all the way through. I've seen most of it, bits and pieces, and over the course of several different viewings. Um, And I'm trying, I mean, maybe makeup, maybe makeup, but... At the same time, like they just put Amanda Bynes and like some like put a wrap on her chest and like put a wig on her and put a little makeup on her face, like which you know again I'm not turning my nose up to because no, it's a, no, no. a more impressive makeup job than I could ever do, but sure. I I failed to think that it was Oscar worthy makeup.
1: No, I'm just going to play devil's advocate to try and muddy the water here, sway you mm. one way or the other. Keep in mind, with "She's the Man," it's an adaptation of a classic Shakespearean play, so there could be some adaptation cons- oh, component to. Oh, is it? To, okay. To um, I have to look. Is it Twelfth Night or? I'll look it up. But regardless, it is based on a Shakespearean play, so uh, there okay. could be that so component. So it could of... be best adapted screenplay. It
0: it potentially so, you have to consider that. But still, I have to see that one's complicated because I still don't think that that would like. I still don't think that She's the Man is Oscar worthy, but sure. then I also wonder how many films in a year are adapted screenplays. And so maybe sure. it got in there by default. And um, just, and just to, so, okay. yeah, inspired
1: by William Shakespeare's play Twelfth Night. Wow. That's
0: really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, loosely based, obviously. Loosely <laughs> inspired. Um, and then Click. I mean, in our vote, Click got a lot of like people were taking steamy dumps on Click, but <laughs> I don't. I've I never don't seen it. Think that Click is that bad of? Oh, really? No. See, I'm I'm of my opinion. My I'm of two minds on sure. Adam Sandler. Okay. One is that there are several films. Okay. Fifty first dates. Eight Crazy Nights, Mr. Deeds, Big Daddy. Okay. uh, Maybe Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. um, Kind of grown-ups. And then there's Mm. one other, uh, just go with it isn't bad. But, like, there are some really fantastic, iconic, hilarious Adam Sandler movies. Sure. There is also (laughs) a... Storage container full of shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I can't even. Was it the the Jack and Jill? Oh lord! What's the one where he's like, uh, he's like a bitch and rock star, and his kids, his oh, kids, yeah, uh, his I'm kids sure. played by Adams, uh, Andy Samberg, and yes. his son's getting married to this girl. Yeah, Have you seen this movie? I started and I stopped. That's, that's my I boy, stopped. or something. I walked out. I or not walked out, but I hit stop and I walked away. Do you know? I can I, I. feel like I can spoil this movie because it's a bad movie, <laughs> sure, and if sure. anything, I should be discouraging people from. The, at the end of the movie, Andy Samberg doesn't end up marrying his fiance sure. because Adam Sandler's character discovers that that the girl who Andy Samberg is supposed to be marrying is is sleeping with her own brother who's like a marine, he catches them in an, an incestuous affair, and her defense is, good-looking people just ha- need to have sex with good-looking people, and we're good-looking people. And I'm like, what is this movie? Oh, it's it's terrible. That is Terrible movie. That is some next level awful. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, having said that, I do like yeah. Click. I think Click's fun it's got some good story sure. to it there's a couple of moments that you know but again like i don't know i mean it's got christopher walken in it so how like huh how can uh, it go wrong and um and, oh christopher walken and uh henry winkler it's got the fawns in it for damn hmm. sake
2: hmm.
0: yeah uh but I don't, again, I don't know Oscar worthy. Okay, I'm taking too long on this question. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say the only one I'm confident in saying was not uh, was an Oscar nominee is the illusionist. Sure. But then again, I don't know that it like I don't know what Oscar's Pan's Labyrinth won. Right? Mm, like maybe right. like there's possible that there are categories that the illusionist beat. I'm gonna say two. I'm going to say sure. two categories. Okay. I am going to say that it beat um, it beat The Illusionist for maybe a couple categories. Sure. And I'm going to say that that she's the man was maybe in there because of because it's an adapted screenplay, but sure. I don't think that that I don't think that like you know maybe that year you just have fewer options for adapted screenplay like I don't think I don't understand the love that everyone has for She's the Man and that's why I was kind of hoping that it would win so that I could like crap on it a little and like try to unpack what this love affair everyone has with She's the Man is I think it's sitting on my shelf like I think think my girlfriend like I think it's like a a dowry DVD oh Um, yeah yep one of those but but I have no intention of watching it. Hmm, that's uh, so. I'm gonna say two. I think cool. it beat The Illusionist in maybe some categories, and uh, She's the Man. Although I don't know. Ah, <laughs> see, <laughs> let me just. I don't know me. that Pan's. I don't know that Pan's Labyrinth is an adapted screenplay, which sure. means if the only reason She's the Man was an Oscar nominee was for that category, <laughs> then it's just, irrelevant. Anyways, those are my two with,
1: options. Let's go with two. Uh, you're right. Uh, you were close. About you were off by one. So uh, it beat out. Ironically, it beat out Click for best makeup, and for cinematog- best cinematography, it beat The Illusionist.
0: There's a lot. Click Click has a lot of aging of characters. Uh, okay.
1: So so yeah, it beat out two of those three: The Illusionist and Click. Just for a quick uh, okay. run here. Uh, pan's labyrinth won best makeup best art direction best cinematography it was nominated but did not win best original score best original screenplay and also didn't win best foreign language film of the year which i find surprising but
0: yeah it, again it seems like a niche category at the oscars what
1: but. Uh, that's what i mean like it this pants labyrinth has like a ninety five percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and yet it didn't win Best Foreign Film of the Year. So I go, I've never heard. Yeah. The winner was The Lives of Others, which I've never heard of. So, whatever. No.
0: Yeah. Is that? Is there another question, or is that it? No, no, no. That's it. That is it. Okay. It's kind of that's, the convoluted. That's probably for the best. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are oh, we? God. Three hours in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what podcasts uh, are for talking, and the question yeah. got us to chit chat. Mission accomplished.
0: Okay, so ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep, is it worthy? That's a loaded question because
1: you know it, it RT doesn't get it right all the time. There are films that I that I watch that are I find perfect and it gets a 22 percent on rotten tomatoes and then you'll look at twister f-
0: twister twister has a shit score on rotten tomatoes rotten
1: tomatoes exactly case in point right there and then there are films that you watch that you go this is trash as far as an artistic film or at least a film that i enjoy and it has a 93 percent, and you go what well, i guess i'm not seeing the same thing they're seeing so right I guess I, I'm I'm kind of taking a semantic answer here. Of well, to there's you, a problem with Rotten Tomatoes, but is to me, it worth ninety five percent?
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's the question to you. Yeah,
1: listen, I wouldn't say I enjoy it. Like, it's not the ninety five percent of I'm watching this every Christmas with my aunt Martha, and it's, it's a
0: uh, weird effing Christmas film, man. Very, that's...
1: very much so. But, from an artistic yeah. perspective, from what it's what it is, um I, I I might not enjoy it at the level of a ninety five percent, but I say, you know what? That's a fair appraisal. Wow
0: maybe, maybe a little
1: high for okay. what I'd give it, but a fair appraisal. you know i sure. I can't either argue way so it.
0: okay, so either way, this is um okay, so interesting and and I'm excited to to unpack this, yeah, for sure. Um, do you, do you want to, do you have some notes that we can just play off of or how do you want to tackle this? Yeah. uh, So the first
1: thing I want to say off the bat is you mentioned about, you knew some things about it going into, like you knew limited things going into about it. You knew.
0: I just knew creepy ass eyes names guy. Yeah. That's kind of it. And the setting. (laughs) I knew that it was, it was 44, which interestingly doesn't play a huge role in it um Not because particularly Spain was a country of neutrality during World War Two. Sure. Um this is something this is something I learned as a result because I looked it up. Oh Spain cool. was a country of neutrality. Mm-hmm. Um in nineteen forty or forty one, I can't remember which cool. um the Franco, who is like the the head honcho of Spain at the time um, has tea and crumpets with Hitler um, hmm. to discuss joining the war, um, but that essentially goes nowhere. Hmm. Um, but as as the um, as the prologue of this film indicates, um, Spain had just come out of a civil war. Yes, um, right. And so that's, that's why, like, there is a military presence. There's there's military sort of woven throughout this film. Yes. So. Yeah. But continue. So
1: unlike you, I knew, I'd say even less. I guess I would say I knew even less. And my perception of this film was I knew there was a fantastical element to it. Sorry, I just sneezed there. I knew there was a fantastical element, but I I thought it was a children's movie. I honestly thought. Oh, I still do. I, and listen, well, we can argue. No,
0: I'm, argue,
1: I'm kidding. We, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't know how to, like,
0: <laughs> I
1: was, I didn't know where to go with that. I'm like,
0: Really? I but no, I did too. I thought, I thought yeah. that what I kept telling people was from the little bit of trailer that I watched. Yeah, my appraisal would be that yeah. it's some sort of bastard hybrid between, um, between Chronicles of Narnia, yeah, yes, and Bridge to Terabithia. I was like, sure. it feels like that kind of maybe where the wild things are. Some sort of like you know fun children's fantastical thing. Uh yeah. and it's very much it has essences of that um sure. but it definitely diverges oh, from yeah.
1: you know. Yeah. So yeah, like I honest and I I really thought it was super juvenile, like super uh aimed towards children and the only thing I knew over these images of a tree stump and a girl, so I thought, it was maybe something like *Life of Pi*, where there's just it's focused on this child and a coming of age mixed with some fantasy. And to a degree, it is that. It is. Yeah, those I was going to say that. thanks
0: That's a that's an apt description, actually. Not
1: not in the same tone, not in the same tone, not delivered at the same parental level, shall we say. And, you know, it it didn't really, this film didn't really mess around as far as tiptoeing to avoid higher parental ratings. Like, right from the beginning, we see the murdering captain stepfather show us some super graphic, uh, like, blunt force murder. And it's not yeah, that there's that ever a really good reason to murder someone, but then he reveals, like, yeah, it was just, hey, they were farmers. Guess I didn't have to kill them,
0: but... They were Kinda telling the truth after all. Exactly. Um, yeah, that was. I mean, that was a moment. Like up until that point, uh, I don't. I don't even think there's any swearing up until that point. Like the the beginning yeah, no. of the film starts out up until that point. The illusion of um, at which at that point's maybe like twenty minutes into the film. Um, yeah. You know the illusion of oh this could be a kids' film is still mm-hmm. intact up until that sure. point. Sure. Big time. Um, and Big uh, time. Yeah, and then Daddy Dearest caves the farmer's face in with a bottle. The farmer's um, son. The farmer's son's face. Yeah, I guess he yeah. just shoots the farmer. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah, like like starts hitting him, and then we see the face get caved in with the bottle. Oh. Like, like it doesn't hold anything back. and And no. there was just this moment watching it where I was like, What is going on? Right, like that's where you do a pulse
1: check, and you're like, "Nope, this is definitely not a children's movie per se."
0: No, Um, but I liked it. (laughs) I I don't. Maybe I'm twisted. I was like, (laughs) "Oh yeah, okay." So here's
1: here's my fork in the
0: road, but I'm game.
1: (laughs) I watched this film, and there were so many sequences for. And we'll get to your final score. We'll get to your thoughts throughout, but. There were so many sequences I watched where I went, I bet Brady's just going to eat this film up. Like, I, I just oh, bet. Yeah. My, so yeah. <laughs> my impression of this, I, I had my bubble burst of that it was not a children's film because my wife, who um, had seen this film, she oh, okay. she said, hey, I said, hey, you know, did you like this film? And she's like, yeah, it's a good film. I'm like, great. I, I'm going to watch it for the show. Do you know, want to watch it together? She's like, No. I don't think so. There's a pretty graphic murder scene in there, so I'm I'm not comfortable watching the film again. But it's good, so enjoy. And I said, "Okay." What? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so are we talking about the same Pan's Labyrinth? And right. you know, you got 20 minutes in. I'm like, oh yeah, there it is. That's that's what yep, she was talking about. That's the moment. And and also um. fun, funny enough, I was texting her when the movie started. I'm like, hey, did you like? remember that it was in spanish and she's like no it was in english i'm like no i think you're misremembering because it's definitely a foreign
0: film it's definitely spanish and it's not dubbed like it's not dubbed in spanish no exactly so let's talk about that please um i there are two types of subtitles okay well there are three types at least There's when you're watching a film in the language that you speak and there are subtitles in a language which you don't speak and that's just nonsensical and (laughs) there's no reason for it. (laughs) There are subtitles when the audio of the film is in the language you speak and for some reason so are the subtitles. Mm. And that's like a whole... Like i I'm I realize I'm crapping on like a big group there uh so, so if they are the minority that
1: what you just said so you're talking about like for example the audio English, was in English. movie English subtitles oh yeah I hear you yeah well no yeah. I actually I don't and, hear you but I do that but go on
0: and I know several people several mm-hmm. people sure who who do that yeah um and I and I I don't get it I'm like, get that, get that off of the screen. Get rid of that.
1: Oh, okay. So, listen, I, I, think I will agree with you on here. I, I personally just do it out of necessity, just to who we live with. Sometimes we have to keep the volume down, so it's, sure. it's, it's yeah, crowd. Fine. And and but I,
0: I, I, think I would agree with you. I think I would prefer without. So I can, I can see you. Yeah. for For the most part, I watch my movies with like two hundred and fifty dollar headphones on. Uh, and so I can Baby. hear, which honestly is the way to do it. I kid you not, <laughs> because I hear things. I watch movies with headphones on that I've never wa- that I've watched several times, but never with headphones. And I'm oh. like, "Good lord, the sound design in this movie is way better than I oh. than I thought it was." Oh, it's sure. amazing the things you hear and pick up on. And sure, um, which again, like you know, I've got a big fancy surround sound system that's just. Wasting away. It's sitting there collecting dust because (laughs) because, you know, I'm currently in a in uh, an apartment setting and I wasn't when I bought it. But so anyways, um, uh, or and then finally, there are the subtitles where you, uh, you know, English subtitles for a non-English film. And those are really the most um, pragmatic subtitles. Mm. those are the subtitles that make the most sense. Um but they don't make it any less they're they're also probably the most irritating subtitles <laughs> because they're the subtitles that you can't drown out. Like mm. I as as stupid as I think English subtitles for an English movie are sure. within 10-15 minutes I'm not paying attention to the fact that they're there. Sure. Right, and same goes if it's English, uh, English film with with Cantonese subtitles. <laughs> I, I've I've tuned it out, mm. but when in order to understand the film, I am required to to uh, to acknowledge the subtitles and to follow the subtitles, that gets frustrating. Mm. Um, mm. I don't know, man. I. I've thought a lot about this because I don't want to come across as insensitive. I don't want to come across (laughs) as as first world issues. I don't want to come across as ignorant of other cultures. Sure. Sure. I love the fact that this is a Latin American film. Okay. Because the fantastical, the fantasy aspect of it feels... Spanish, like it it doesn't just feel like a fantasy film that's in Spanish. It feels like Spanish Mm. folklore. It feels like, like urban legends from a different part of the world. Right. And I admire that. And I love that. And, and it's part of what I think elevates the status of this movie. Hmm. Having said that, just from a pure, my enjoyment level of the film. Sure. I really wish it was in English. And oh, okay. so much so yeah. that like I would have watched I would have watched a dubbed English version. I would have watched right. like these aren't the original voices. This is not um you know, like sort of like the kung fu movie. Yep. Yep. The words don't line up with anything. Sure. I, I, you know what? And I think I would have watched that instead. Um hmm. simply because and that would have definitely detracted from it, for sure. Sure. But, I mean, for a film that is so visual-rich... Oh, I see. Yeah. For me to spend the whole time staring at the bottom of the screen reading... Right. Instead of being able to get lost in the color palette in the the Hmm. character design... Something that you know for me, I mean, is the whole film is almost very Tim Burton esque, um, which just you know plays on my heartstrings. Something does it fierce. ever? Yeah. Um, it just it really it broke my heart to spend the whole time reading the subtitles, uh, hmm. and and you know what I, but, and I get it. It's made by Guillermo del Toro. So sure. I mean, obviously he's he Spanish is I don't know if it's his first language, but it's 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 if you ever hear him well, it must be because if you ever hear him talk, he's got a very, very thick accent. Mm. Um almost almost broken English, not quite. Um And I don't know, like I'm just wondering Is this a film that was made and the intended main target audience was a Spanish-speaking community? Because if so, Hmm. then I retract my comment 100%. Sure. Then I am just the outsider looking in, and I should just be grateful having been invited for dinner. (laughs) However, if this film was made for a North American audience, if it was made for Mm -hmm. an English-speaking audience... And the Spanish dialogue with English subtitles is just simply to make it more authentic. Mm-hmm. Then I'm not. Then then I don't. I'm not going to purchase that. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm I'm not interested because I just again it takes a, it takes it away from me. I was really bummed out mm. when I found out it was all in Spanish. Hmm. Just because I knew, I was like, I can't just relax and watch this movie. I have work ahead of me. <laughs> and that so sucks. That's what do actually, you, what do you, What's your take?
1: Yeah, So my take is the opposite to yours, but actually, and I'm not saying this just for those who are playing bingo at home, but I actually quite literally find your point interesting. Because, l- listen, I, I don't watch a lot of foreign films. I watch some, but I'm not well versed i don't watch i don't have a foreign films friday in my household it's not like a weekly event so for for me to watch one is there has to be a reason or there has to be i have to have an inkling that it's a good film but my something like train to busan sure or parasite or something that i know that has got a lot of people talking about it or someone has told me in person yeah like watch this It's, it's worth your time And something that, if it's a good film, has to be a good film uh, at its base, but something that it forces me and obviously the rest of the audience to do is complete engagement through the whole film. And listen, you just mentioned Tim Burton. I, I guess the one thing that I'd say Pan's Labyrinth had over Edward Scissorhands the first time I watched it was, as much as I loved Edward Scissorhands, There'd be the occasion where, you know, I, I flip my phone open and say, oh, you know, what, what time is it? Or, oh, was that, was that, uh, was that Matt Damon in the background? I'm just going to do a quick Google. Oh, no, that was not Matt Damon in the background. All right. Oh, did I just miss, uh, something on the, on the screen? No, I didn't. With Pan's Labyrinth or any foreign film that you're, you're following throughout, you, you're you invested. You're invested in every moment in every second. And to me, it, it 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 uh it creates a bit of a different dynamic it creates a bit of a different experience as far as you are invested in every ounce of the film film and if you're enjoying it and it it makes you buy in that much more it can be a pretty fun result um so th- i guess my my plan was to talk about hey that was my experience with watching this and that's why i liked the experience but i but i do actually in this circumstance i i completely agree with what you're saying uh there there could be some merit to watching it with an English dub because I definitely know there were a lot of scenes or a lot of sequences where I was aware that there was a color palette or you know color schemes used or visuals that I probably only absorbed half of its effect or or 70% because I was focused on what's the important dialogue happening at this specific moment So I I right. quite honestly, Uh, I'm taking your point. I'm going, yeah, that's in this circumstance. If it was just a film where it was Samuel L. Jackson and Tommy Lee Jones in a room talking about should they, you know, go to the bus stop or not. I'd say, hey, I I don't I'm not buying your argument, not applicable in this situation. But with such a visually heavy movie, there's something to be said. I don't agree with it completely, but I see the merit in what you're saying.
0: Right. Uh, And I think you raised some really good like. With demanding your full attention, um, I mean that's a point I hadn't considered, and I and I do think that that it's not enough to sway me. Um, sure. Oh no. Yeah. But I do think it has some merit, and but yeah, I just I spent the whole film glanc- like trying to quickly glance. My eyeballs were getting whiplash because <laughs> I was trying to quickly right. glance up to see what the hell was going on. Sure. Uh, that I wasn't able to just pick up with peripheral vision. Right, Um, right. Yeah, so I don't know. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that, like, I feel like I'd have to watch the film five times so that (laughs) on the fifth viewing, I was, you know, maybe hadn't memorized the dialogue, but was, like, knew Mm -hmm. enough about what the scene was like exactly. knew the gist of what was being communicated yep. so that I could just watch it, mm-hmm. right? Glance down at the subtitles for some, you know, to find my place and get a little bit of, you know, get my bearings as far as the story, but mm-hmm. then be like, oh, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, and then just watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's It's, yeah, it was a shame. It was a shame that for me it just didn't work. As far as the subtitles go, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, but it made up for it with blood and gore. <laughs> again, again, there and were just ultimately scenes, disturbing scenes. Uh, there were
1: certain scenes I'm like, yeah, Brady, Brady's gonna love Love this, you're yeah, just
0: gonna, I don't love know why. And
2: gonna... the
0: two people I was watching it with, they were not having, they're like, this is off. What, what, why sure. do you have us watching? Yes, and I was like I don't know but it's amazing um, <laughs> you know it's what mm-hmm. Bridge of Ter- Terabithia should have been no I'm just kidding um, <laughs> but uh, um, so uh, what else do you have like overall story wise so, and, and you know
1: so I've got a question I want to relay to you and it, okay, I'm not sure if I if it's pretty one dimensional like yeah Pete it's obviously this it's obviously that Um, but I just want to just with her, with our main protagonist, is this situation where the world is fantastical or is this strictly a child's attempt to escape the reality through her
0: fantastical imagination? Ah, is it all a, is it all a dream? Is it all a, a, a hallucination?
1: Well, I wouldn't even say hallucination. I'd say, is it all her coping mechanism? Because my goodness, this poor child is going through the ringers. Like she, there's not a lot for her to wake up for in the morning. And, um, the, the, the ability of children to use their imaginations to escape some horrific realities. That's what I'm wondering is, is this truly a magical story or is it just this child's story who dreams of being a princess? Um,
0: so my rule of thumb sure is if they don't flat out tell you okay. that that what you just saw didn't actually happen okay then like if they flat out tell you hey and it turns out like there's a twist at the end they M Night Shyamalan that shit mm. and they're like oh um it turns out none of this is real and sure. then, then that's fantastic <laughs> um my rule of thumb is if they don't tell you that, and it's just kind of a fan theory, then I err on the side of, no, 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 this actually happened. Sure. Um, however, I think I'd be willing to make an exception for this one. I okay. I hadn't thought of that possibility, okay. Okay. Um, but I think... Because of her home life, like sometimes when people talk about this, like, oh, and, you know, the theory that it was all just made up. And you're like, but why? Why would it be made up? It was a perfectly <laughs> happy child. Why? Like, mm-hmm. for what reason? Um Whereas in this, it works because she's a girl that would need an escape. Um You think? Yeah, for sure. And so, I, you know what? So, I'm willing to buy it. I don't know if that's the intended. I mean, there's probably an yeah. interview or some statement by Del Toro sure. somewhere where he's like, oh, yeah, you know, 100%. <laughs> um, and for some reason, he's doing a George Lucas impression when he says it. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know what? I think in this situation, honestly, I think that theory does make the movie better sure I do I think it I think it it's um not that I'm saying that the film needs improvements but I think it's I think it would be a positive attribute for the film if that if that sure. were indeed the case
1: well and to be
0: honest I it's not anything that crossed my mind at all
1: until maybe the last three minutes of screen time where the the stepfather goes up to her and the fawn isn't in the the field of view of the camera when it's from his perspective. And that's the only point I kind of raised an eyebrow and go, interesting, Right, he can't see this. Now, is it just that adults can't see the magic or only she can see it because she's the princess or is it that nothing's actually there?
2: Mm.
0: And that's the only thing yeah, that made I, me I sur- start, start. I mean, either how. work. Oh, of course. I, uh, either one of those feel like just as valid Sure. Explanations. Um, Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, funny side note, there's not a lot on the internet about fawns. What? So, yeah. There's not a lot on the internet about fawns. Like, if you look up a a fawn as a mythical being, there's just not a lot on the internet about them. Oh, really? Yeah. So, sorry to ruin your evening plans. (laughs) But um, Well, there goes that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What uh, What else? The music in this film is good. I don't yeah. often you you notice music way more often than I do. Sure, um, way more often. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or at least you fixate on it more than I do. <laughs> but I this time around I was hooked. I don't know who composed oh, this cool. movie. But I w- would I would
1: say it's good. From your brief description, it sounds like you were maybe a little more into it than I was, but I still thought it was great.
0: Okay, cool. And so did my That's...
1: computer, and it just said, "Hey, good soundtrack, brah.
0: Yeah, I heard that. Mm. I don't know why. What do you? What are you <laughs> but doing? Yeah, no, I,
1: I I don't have any problems with it at whatsoever. No, good. Um, That's good. I this this is it's more of a statement than anything. It's it's a comment. It's not really debatable. It's not really a, a tangent that will. I don't think will go into too much but it 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 definitely has an i don't want to stay nostalgic that's not the right word but it has a traditional or a old-fashioned feel to it that it's 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 kind of a fairy tale in that the the villain in this or the the evil person in this case it's I'd say it's arguably, or without a doubt, it's the stepfather. We, he's pretty one-dimensional, and at first I thought that was a bit of a deterrent. But the more it went on, I thought, no, that that's right. We don't need, we don't need emotional he complexity. We don't, we don't need you know a backstory on him that he's crying every night that you know his his wife died out of heart break and loneliness giving birth to twins and he's really got iron lung you know like we don't need we don't need anything out of him and at first I thought wow this is a little one dimensional he's a real piece of crap Uh, you know he's lambasting his wife at dinner parties for having the gall to say how they met and he's like you'll have to forgive Mm. my wife she's lost her mind or giving toasts that he's reinforcing like hey not all people are equal we are better than the vermin out there white power y'all like at yeah first there's I some I'm, eugenics kind of yeah like throughout. at first i thought okay this is getting silly we're really reinforcing what a piece of crap this guy is but the more i watch the film I'm like no this is this is appropriate we don't need emotional complexity out of this villain i know there's stories where that does add an element this is not one and i thought it was it was appropriate and Um, listen, I, I can't be, I can't be the only one, but honestly, I, I'm not cynical. I'm not dark at heart, but I did give a little bit of a chuckle and kind of recite a line when, uh, that housekeeper escaped from the piece of crap captain and cut his face open. And I honestly just said, you know want to know how I got these scars.
0: Yeah, and honestly, like everyone I was, the, the two people I was watching it with, they were thoroughly grossed out. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. They were it thoroughly gross. grossed out by that scene. Yep. Um, and I just the entire time. <laughs> uh I thought I thought of the Batman thing really quickly, but then I moved sure. past it. And as yep. he's like stitching his own face back together, mm-hmm. I just thought to myself in all honesty, like I was a I was marginally, I would say like 20% jealous because I looked at everyone in the room and I was like you know what yeah that sucks but he's gonna have a friggin killer scar like that is a if you have to have a face scar that is a cool scar that is a scar that like makes people look they want to know the story you constantly tell the story but you tell a different story every time so that nobody actually knows like, oh man, what a scar! I want that <laughs> scar without the, without the work that's required in order to get it. I don't want the. Mm. I don't want the wound. You could consider makeup. Uh yeah, but that's no, 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 no. no. I, I, <laughs> I want, I want no maintenance. I just want the okay. face with the, the yeah. big slit. Uh, Well, it it sounds like we
1: were kind of on the same page, but yet at the same time, not so much.
0: Yeah. Well, we can't both have it. That'll just look stupid (laughs) if we both have it. So you're off the hook. Um, I can't be the only one, speaking of not being the only one, I can't be the only one who thought to myself, especially towards the end, um, just before Ophelia... Succeeds and, and ascends to wonderfulness. I mean, she dies, but sure. she dies and then she's kind of resurrected, I guess. Yeah, sort of. Or, or, or you she could actually argue that dead. the magic never
1: happened and it was a near death experience, except she actually died. But continue.
0: Who knows? Um, I can't be the only one who was thinking, oh, this fawn is who is this fawn? This fawn is not who this fawn claims to be. Right, sure. Because it turns out the fawn was the fawn was absolute was everything he said he was, and and yep. it was no issue. But yep. I was like, oh whoa! And now he wants the the baby, and he wants like, Ooh, yeah. Where's this? What going? is going? This is this is a, yep. the serpent situation. This is not this good. This is a a wolf in sheep's clothing type of thing.
1: Which which but, which on that note, like right from the get go, I myself, I'm a grown man. And I watched that. Good for you. Well, some might argue, but if I'm in my backyard, my own backyard, and a fawn like that approaches me, first I'm going, what the hell? The second is I'm asking myself, do I trust you? Do I agree with what you're saying? Do I believe you are who you say you are? Does she? Has no doubts. Like, is the innocence of a child, she has ice in her veins, she's not scared, she's totally cool with it. And she's picking up what he's laying down, and uh, eventually I thought, "Oh, this is to a fault." Like he's trying to steal and kill a baby. Turns out he he was who he was. So he was who he said he was. There was no issue, but could have been an issue.
0: For those who don't know, it's probably a more apt description to call Pete an overgrown man than a man, <laughs> a, than a than a grown man. But um, <laughs> but that's fine. Listen. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say before we we score this thing?
1: Uh, two things, real quick things. Okay. Shout yeah, out yeah. to the to a friend of the show, Andrew. He commented on the excellent monsters design in this film. I have to agree. I, I don't think the monsters design was my favorite aspect of this film, but there it was very good. And there were other things in this film that I did enjoy. And I, I enjoyed how the monsters were depicted. So I will agree with that. It wasn't corny. It wasn't gimmicky. It was, I felt immersed in this world. Again, maybe it's because I had to read every single word that was said. So I was invested in it, but I, it, I, I wasn't deterred. I wasn't having second thoughts of finishing the film. The only Listen, other thing Andrew, I will say.
0: What? <laughs> Andrew, what I appreciated about the monsters in this film yeah. was the yeah. fact that um, that they were so unique to this film. Oh yeah. That they, oh, didn't, yeah. they don't look like any other like sometimes you're like oh yeah okay well it's just a generic like they've taken bits and pieces from sure. other films and kind of yep. no 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 this is Pan's Labyrinth's monsters. Pan's yep. Labyrinth th- 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 It's a tongue monsters. it's a full mouthful It's there, tough. Yeah. Labyrinth's monsters. <laughs> um are there are, I haven't seen anything like it in any other film. Yeah. So
1: Yep. the only other thing I will say, it's so minuscule. I don't hold this against the film at all. I did just think it was kind of a weak point, how the captain caught on to the doctor being an insider of the rebels. And it's like, Ooh, an ant vial of antibiotics was found at the campsite. Ooh, you have a similar vial of antibiotics. There's no way that two vials of antibiotics could be the same when it automatically means you're in, con- you're in cahoots with them. I just thought right. that that triggering piece of evidence. Sure, maybe I raise an eyebrow and go, "Hmm, maybe I'm suspicious."
0: I mean, but I'm not like it's 1944. How many different manufacturers of frigging antibiotics can there be? <laughs> Chances are, if you have antibiotics, it's the same as the the dumbass down the road. Exactly. So I thought that was a little yeah. weak. Again, it, the
1: movie didn't need to dwell on it. They, you know, as a story, it just needed to advance and say. We need to catch on to the doctor. I get it. Right. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I didn't degrade the movie or uh, de- lower the score as a result, but it just, if I had to say there was a little weak spot, that might be it. That's fair. That's fair. All yeah. right. Zero to 10. Okay. Dang, so it. I, I use my own scale and I use Marshall scale. This week it got exactly Marshall the same. being same. F-
0: Marshall being a friend of the show. Friend of the show. The, sa- um, the same friend that, if you want to hear more about Marshall, go listen to the Black Mirror episode that we just released, where we break down an entire friggin' game of Movie Men Bingo that he <laughs>
2: that he
0: made.
2: Yes, uh, yeah, and
0: that we gotta we gotta figure out a way to like, yes, you know, yeah, we still gotta figure out a way to get this into everybody's hands. Yeah, to make it accessible for the yeah. masses. Maybe match. that's Marshall's problem. We'll make no, that Marshall's no, 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 no.
1: He's done enough work. We and I don't think there'd be a lot. It would be a, a simple like, hey, boom, here's a link. You can you can kinda join in on the phone. Um so my score and Marshall's score, I didn't give it a ninety five percent or a nine point five out of ten. That would have been too too liberal. But I gave it an eight. It's respectable. Wow. Um you know, I'm not wow. sure if I'll ever Watch
0: this film again? I might, but I'm not going to seek it out. Like, does it hold up to this? The, the, like, does an eight hold up to your, is it that consistent for you? Like, you would, if you were going to see it again, you would happily get a babysitter and go see it in the theater. Sure. You know, okay. It's more. If I was seeing it for the first time
1: and if I had gone to the theater, if I had paid all that you money, I wouldn't feel ripped off. I wouldn't have felt ripped off when the credits are all there. It would have been, hey, that was a fun evening, money well right. spent. Okay. Might not buy it, might not enjoy seeing it subsequent times, but I enjoyed watching it. And with Marshall Scale, you know, the rewatch value, I don't think I'll, you know, I might not watch it again, but the filmmaking qualities, I had to give it an eight. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. Where, now this is where it gets interesting. What did you give it out of ten?
0: okay. I'll give it I'll give it a score. I'll give it the real score and then I'll give it a score that it could have had. Oh if it if it had, you know, had changed yeah, yeah. one thing. <laughs> uh so I'm giving it a seven point eight. Okay. Out Which of is 10. respectable. Very respectable, very similar to yours. I'm surprised. Uh, by all sorts of measures that you're scoring higher than I am. And can
1: I just say one thing? I think why I liked it was because it was so grounded in reality because it's a fantastical film, but what moves the plot along is a lot of real, tangible things.
0: Right, okay. To a degree. Uh, So 7.8. Yep. If this film had been in English. Okay, yep. If, if 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 the irritating having to read subtitles part had been removed for me. Sure. 9.3.
1: Oh man. I'm, I
0: I loved everything about this movie except sure. for the subtitles and I and the fact that it's not in English has has like without a lie I like the movie so much that the fact that that's such a deterrent for me yep. uh has 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 quite literally left me heartbroken. Really? Because I just, yeah, I don't know. But it is what it is. Yeah. But 7.8 overall. That's some strong. Okay. That's some strong stuff. Listen, children, because it's been (laughs) like two, two and a half weeks since we've last had a actual legitimate episode. I think it was December 20th. I think, yeah. Or something like that. Um, we are going to spend the next two and a half hours talking about <laughs> uh, <laughs> the films that we have watched since we last convened. Sure. Um, so, Pete. Yep. What have you watched in the last two and a half weeks?
1: Oh, my gosh. Here we go. So, I'm going to start with I had one film on the docket that i had to watch it was a recommendation of yours finally got to it i watched the 2020 invisible man have to say and have to say flaming pile of crap
0: what is not what, what? i would say actually about it. is not what i would say oh about it. oh my god oh my god i was like <laughs> i love that movie so much that i was listen. like really listen. really hurting
1: no 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 listen i think you'll be pleased so for those listening at home that haven't seen it, if it check out our trailer, check out our preview. If it's something that you think would be up your alley, check it out. I gave it an 8.3 out of 10 on Marshall scale. I gave it a 7 or an 8. It's an interesting ride, a unique underlying story, um, and I felt, I don't know anything about the classic, the original, but it felt like a very charged, um, charged adaptation to the classic premise, uh, but it gives it a new life so many interesting camera angles it's not awkwardly following you know wet footsteps across the room it was you were just as in mystery as everyone else was of where is this protagonist that is invisible and you know something it has its problems there's some things that felt redundant some things that felt stagnant but man just there's so many good components to it it's a good film has some good flow it drew me in um yeah, check it out. If it's something that... If the, it interests you by the description, I would recommend it for sure. So I would say that was a good can, recommendation.
0: Can we talk about, like, real quick? Yes. Just without going into... I'm not going to spoil anything. And when, when we're not recording anything, I do
1: want to ask you a question that would spoil it, so I'm not going to ask it now. Sure. Yeah. Um,
0: Just how, like, in what I would... What I would describe as the opening scene sort of the setting up of this movie Mm. how on a different level because it's just so real because that part is like the the opening scene is before any of the stuff that makes it Invisible Man happens it's Mm -hmm. just kind of it's just kind of the setup of the motivation of the movie sure how that is some of the most terrifying cinema (laughs) I've seen in a very long time just because it's so real and so frightening. And so, and, and, and I think is, is so much of what makes the rest of the movie so scary knowing what, you know, and just having sort of that underlying setup from the start of the film is, is, is it's just terrifying.
1: I think to summarize the aspects that you're talking about, I think psychologically thrilling would be the nickel and dime summary. And it's, it's far more than I was expecting. I wasn't sure what to expect. And this film really was just psychologically thrilling. And it really plays. No, it's so deep. It's so rich. And it really plays into, um, yeah, just a lot of elements of, you know, yeah. I don't want to say anything to give it away, but yeah. it was no, very that's good. Awesome. Very Agreed.
0: good. Next.
1: Okay. I watched some, you know, standard Christmas films. There was a lot I didn't get to, but I watched It's a Wonderful Life, which mm-hmm. I know ends with like a, a positive aspect, but this time I watched it and I felt super depressed throughout it just because a lot of crap happens to this dude and he never, he never gets his way. He's about to always make a break. Every and
0: then... time a bell rings. And yeah. then gets his wings.
1: But I watched it this time, and it's like, oh, he tries to go on vacation. Boom, something happens. Whoa, oh. don't,
0: whoa, whoa. Are you going to spoil stuff? from? Oh, he's I about mean, to get
1: a kidney transplant. Oh, boom, something happened. You know, like nothing right. goes right. his way. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Christmas yeah. with the Cranks, fun, fun yearly tradition. Yep. Watched that. It's a good one. Watched the, the social. The
0: honey, honey, hickory, honey ham. Honey
1: smoked ham. Honey smoked uh, ham. Watched the social network again. I really enjoyed that viewing. It's a very it's an amazing film, fast-paced, vibrant film. It's it's just I think it's fun. The
0: first film where Andrew Garfield really shows his acting. Yes, chops. yes, yep.
1: And you know, just on paper, you have a w- what's being depicted is basically a lot of litigation, and to bring it to life in such a creative, fun, and entertaining way, it's just such a creative film. Um, watched the second. Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows, personal favorite of mine, always a treat. I bit the bullet and I joined the masses. I don't know why I watched it. I've seen it before. I watched Contagion. I know it was trending all these times throughout the world situation we've we've been in right now. And for some reason, I think it's just because of the actors that are in it. And I don't know. Just following That trends. still
0: feels like it's in bad taste.
1: It's, it felt weird. I felt Gross inside watching it. It's you know what brought me to there. We were watching The Holiday with Jude Law and Kate Winslet, and I'm like, those two are both in Contagion. I think I'll watch it for that. Very different tone. I watched a film. Uh, a friend made me not made me. A friend encouraged me to watch this, uh, so he sent me a rental for a gift. I watched an 80s film called This is Spinal Tap, just kind of a parody on 1980s rock bands. And it's just a very dry comedy. So a fun view. I watched a film. I guess it would also be a psychological thriller or at least a mystery. It was called First Reformed. I watched A Bug's Life. Never seen it before. It was kind of fun. Probably wow. would put it in the, yeah, silver, the silver or gold category. Um, but a fun film. I watched... This might this might upset you, but I, I watched my personal favorite of the Honey Eye series and I watched Honey I Blew Up the Kid. And You know I haven't seen the other, so this is just what? the one I grew oh, up right. with. Yeah. Oh my god. We gotta we gotta And I have to say it was very surreal watching this because I haven't watched it since I was a kid. The last time I watched this, I could relate more with the kid that was blown up. And now I can relate more with the dad, like the grown ass man. So it was was very, very unique. The last thing I watched, according to my list, I'm doing a quick perusal here. The last thing I think I watched, and I think you're going to say about damn time. I watched A Delightful Treat in Kindergarten Cop.
0: Oh, yeah. You had not seen it?
1: I had never seen it. Put it in Man, I came for the the 90s nostalgia and I stayed just for the delightful fun that it was it had some heartwarming moments some comedic moments Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. in his prime and you know it's kind of in his genre of like the jingle all the way roles where he's like the funny kind, kind of, of kind of you know he, he's not a, m- a little comedy base I guess he's I guess he's a cop but he's he's not it's not like Terminator or something. So, no, he's yeah,
0: he's more yeah. a human. Um, <laughs> he's 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 more regular Joe. <laughs> he
1: he bleeds and whatnot. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I absolutely I absolutely adored it. I see why people talk about it. I see why people reference it a lot. I will absolutely watch yeah. it again. It was it was fun.
0: The absolute best moment in that movie is <laughs> where, and I don't think this is a spoiler, where sure. he's um. There's the kid that's eating other kids' lunches. Yes, yes. And he's just like he's just like loses his shit on this kid (laughs) who's in kindergarten and it's like it's just so funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, no, I agree.
1: I think that is all I watched. What did you watch?
0: That's a good list. Thank you. Are you ready for this?
1: Well, I'm hoping I don't actually have any confirmation. I'm hoping you watched my recommendation, but we
0: will see. Can you keep? Can you keep tally here? Sure. All right. I did not watch your recommendation. That is the plan between this week and next. <sighs> so right off the bat, I'm a disappointment. No, that's I okay. That's, it'll be
1: good. We'll profusely. spread it out. This is a long ep. We'll we'll dive yeah. into it next week.
0: All right. Okay. I watched a movie called Maximum Overdrive. Never heard uh, of it. Which is an 80s film. It is a Stephen King one, Ooh. Um, but feels like a comedy. Uh, so it's it's Stephen King. It's also the first and last film that Stephen King directed. Oh. Uh, and he is not a director. It's The movie's very, like, it has an amazing, it's basically an ACDC dc album is the soundtrack there's so much ACDC yeah there's an amazing soundtrack um it's just about a bunch of like sentient haunted transport trucks that hold up a a gas station it's got Emilio Estevez in it um but like an early like it's probably Emilio Estevez's first like I don't would it be before or after Breakfast Club I'm not sure definitely before Mighty Ducks um But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I watched it with some people who uh, are part of my bubble. Relax, everyone. Um, I watched it with some people who it's like, it's their parents, one of their parents' favorite movies. And Mm. so they grew up with like some nostalgia. And then we watched it and like, and as I was like, this is not a good movie. They were like, (laughs) yeah, I guess you're kind of right. So that was interesting. (laughs) I watched a movie called After. Okay. Um, and I followed it up with a movie called After We Collided. Now, this is interesting. This is like, it, it kind of feels like Twilight, except they're not vampires. It kind of feels like maybe Twilight mixed with Fault in Our Stars. It's like a teen romance thing. Maybe a little bit of Riverdale in there. I don't know. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. But um, it's honestly. It's a lot of fun. The first one's better than the second one. It's a new thing. I guess it's like based on this book series. Um, And so the second one came out, or the first one came out last year. The second one came out this year. And they're currently or about to be filming the third and fourth one. Um, So they're very low budget, very direct to streaming romance teen movies. But honestly, I went into it very skeptical and there was a lot of fat to chew on. Um, Okay. And so, you know, it, it made it worth it. Um, oh, I like a, lot of fat, Grinch... a lot of fat in a good way. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good way. Good way. Uh, tasty rendered fat. <laughs> um, I watched How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey one, again. Of, because... of course he did. Because you just got to do what you got to do. Sure. I watched The Conjuring 2, which concluded my... Uh, timeline order viewing of the conjuring universe. And I am now excited for the conjuring three, which is coming out this year. A little disappointed that it's going to be direct to streaming. Um, just because I mean, you know, how often is there a horror film that you're looking forward to that you could go see in a big dark theater with a booming sound system and everyone else jumping and screaming and, you know, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but it will still be very exciting when it happens. I watched the Santa Claus two and three. Now hear me out. Kay. Obviously the first Santa Claus is better than two and three, hands down. Um, but realize that last year I had watched the Santa Claus uh, and my girlfriend and I had not gotten around to watching two and three last year. And she mm. had maybe seen two, maybe, she wasn't sure. She had definitely never seen three. And I was like, okay, well, uh, Fasten your seatbelts. Um, and so we did that. <laughs> you know what? They're not good, but they're not the worst thing in the world either. So I don't know. I watched uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, which I am counting like the old. Was it like late '60s, early mid '60s? Like the the toy stop motion. Yes.
1: Th- yeah. Thing. Claymation. Um, whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where he's got like red hair, and it's basically like the story of of how he, you know. With the winter warlock wizard guy and stuff. It's like an hour long, so I'm counting it. Um it's so good. And the, the Burgermeister Meister. Yeah. Hmm. If if you know, you know. Um <laughs> I watched Jurassic Park.
1: Oh and, yes. And, and
0: then I watched The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Yep. Two. Yep. Then I watched Jurassic Park three.
1: Yeah, okay. Then yeah.
0: I watched Then I watched Jurassic World. Whoa. And then I watched Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. So I like, I I barreled through the Universal dinosaur movie franchise. Yeah. I watched Toy Story. Yeah, you did. One, two, three, and four, um, <laughs> with someone who had never seen a single Toy Story film. Oh my goodness! And it was that was that was magical. Amazing. That was yeah. that was exciting. That was the best part of it was was to be able to show them that. I which watched a film called of, be- of,
1: No sorry, of that person which no. was their favorite.
0: Uh Toy Story 3, I think. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They they, con- they conceded that the fourth one is not as good as the third. I was like, "Well, yes. no shit." <laughs> um I watched <laughs> a movie with Keira Knightley and Mark Ruffalo and Adam Uh, Levine, the Maroon Five guy, what called Begin Again, huh? And it's my new recommendation to you. (laughs) Hey, you know,
1: listen, listen, no, it's been
0: months since I've given you a recommendation.
1: Listen, son, I will add it to my list and I will watch it eventually, but you got a lot of gall coming on here. Saying you better watch something, boy. When you haven't watched something, boy.
0: Oh, shut but up! Continue. I watch it this week. But um, continue. So, yeah, a- I highly so recommend begin again. Begin again. It's right. just like a good. It's got some music in it. It's um, oh, it's just a good like person you, character. I think story. you
1: mentioned a snippet of this to me. I think so. Or, maybe or maybe i phone.
0: Yeah. good okay, um, Cool. I watched uh, Bruce Almighty. Oh. which was a fun thing to return to yep. so good yes um jim carrey in his prime yep i watched um uh i watched the first i just kind of on a whim i actually was at the cottage and there was just some vhss and dvds like it it your your Baby. scale analogy came true yes oh <laughs> i love it um i watched The first Steve Martin Pink Panther. It's not good. It's hmm. not a good movie, but it's just like a fun. I also like put it in at twelve thirty at night, so it was like I Uh, wasn't. I wasn't. I was putting something in. I wasn't feeling the hottest. Like I had a bit of a headache. I was a little dehydrated. I've been tobogganing all day, and so I was was (laughs) feeling a little flushed from that. So I was looking for something I could put on and and not be heartbroken if I fell asleep too. Um, Sure. And then finally. I don't know if you've been keeping count. I have. Finally, I, hope I haven't missed any. Uh, last night, I watched the Jason Clark, um, John Lithgow, Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Um, I'm sorry, and uh, so, just out of ignorance, so is this the remake or the original? It's the remake, it's the newer, uh, like gotcha. two years old or whatever yep. it is. Yep. Um, yep. A lot I've heard a lot of people crap on this movie saying sure. compared to like that it ruins the original or whatever sure. um, which which if you're not new to the show you know I don't believe in I don't believe you can ruin a movie by remaking a movie because it doesn't affect the original movie mm-hmm. um, but that it was it was terrible compared to the original listen I haven't seen the original sure. um, and I thought this one was was really good Um. I don't often, you know. It it being a Stephen King thing, it sort of stray straddles the line between horror and thriller, Um, and it's not it's not particularly gory, um, but conceptually, Mm. and this doesn't happen to me very often at all. Conceptually, and because I I took note of this last night, I was like, "This is weird. This doesn't happen to me." By the end of the film, yeah. uh I conceptually, I was physically nauseous. I was wow. I was having trouble keeping my dinner down um just because of huh. what was happening. Yeah. Huh. It was it was aggressive. I would also recommend it to anyone out there who thinks they can handle it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to recommend it to you because I think you'll, as sure. much as I want you to watch it, I think you'll like sure. Begin Again better.
1: Oh, um, I'm I'm Googling Begin Again and I'm pumped just for yeah, the cast yeah, alone. Yeah, it's a great film.
0: I think it's on, was it Prime? It, it's on it Prime. Prime. It's either yeah. Prime. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I watched. How many is that? So, so two things. One, I
1: did do a quick Google search of maximum overdrive of the plot, and yeah, it's, I mean. It's a shit show. When you. It's garbage. <laughs> when you've got a group of survivors who must fend for themselves against a mass of homicidal trucks, that's gold. Fool's gold, but yeah, gold. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't know where they went wrong. Yeah. I don't know how you ruined that. <laughs>
1: Uh listen. Uh I've got twenty one. I might be off by one or two, but twenty one was the count I've got. So that is respectable. I'm happy with that. That is respectable.
0: A that's lot. that's an average of two two a day.
1: Who baby.
0: Woo. And yeah, you know what? Uh, that's because like several of those nights, like Toy Story one, two, and three was one night.
1: Well, I, and I was just gonna say, some of those you could be pairing and doing, you could knock off a couple in a day easy because it's just a, a yeah, continuation. Yeah, there, there were
0: several triple. Fe- there were there was Woo. at least three triple feature nights. The closest I got to a
1: triple feature or double feature was someone I follow on Twitter did a live tweet while watching all nine Star Wars films, and I've never felt so alive.
0: Oh wow! No, that's next. Just we'll do it. Just kidding. Um, cool. We should have done that with Bond. Uh, That actually would have been kind of cool. We should have just had like we we should have just had catheters put in, (laughs) and have been like, all right, Bond, just
1: do it. It's never too late.
0: Um, All right, wrap this song song gun up for us. Absolutely.
1: Thank you, everyone, for listening. Truly appreciate it. Great to be going again in the new year. Um, Please like, follow, subscribe on the links for the social media pages below if you have not done so already. That's how we give out our new information. That's where we put out our votes, where you tell us what to do. Um, Please like and review us uh, positively wherever you're listening to this podcast. That helps our show. Um, What also helps our show is uh, any likes and comments on episode posts. Let us know what you think um specifically um we just like hearing from you okay uh if you feel like supporting the show even more you can check out our patreon page below uh the link is there there's different tiers which all have different perks at different price points it's a way for us to reward you with different perks but it's also a way for you to help the show maintain itself and grow and we appreciate it and um yeah thanks for listening
0: and speaking of patreon yes we have some shout outs to do. Shout it out. Yeah,
1: we've got Nate, Daphne, Brenna,
0: and we've got Marshall they all the, inf- the at this point the infamous Marshall the
1: infamous Marshall like he this is technically as like as, his, as he
0: as he shall be referred to moving forward <laughs> the infamous Marshall I
1: mean he's technically got like three shout outs so far on this show so I mean yeah but to yeah. all our patreons patron supporters who are at the level that they get a monthly shout out thank you here's looking at you kids uh, plural and uh children children no no children I don't know it's just like hey kid kitties kitties no that's Youth. even weirder youngsters um i don't think we're on the same page Whippersnippers. snippers no. young
0: whipper snippers no saplings um no post post-fetal but not quite pubescent no humanoids Mm-mm. no